All right, welcome to another episode of the Mary Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. That's right. As y'all know, Jesus's actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, worthy, and qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. Jesus saw that in each and every woman. We see that in each and every one of you. And that is the intention that we build upon in the Blackest Christianist Corner on Michelle Obama's internet. We welcome you. My name is Keisha. And my name is Christina. Oh my God. Keisha, get out my brain. I literally was like, we need to say our names because we haven't said our names. <laughs> we in haven't so said long. our names in so long. I literally I said that. To, I was listening to an old podcast and I heard it say, and I was like, hmm, what's the last time I said our Me names? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so how about I was listening to um, the episode with us and Pastor Battle and how we were sizing him the whole time. <laughs> who gets, who has Pastor Keep up on that podcast and just sizes him the whole, like, be quiet. It's not your podcast. Mary Martha does. Mary Martha does. Yes, we do. Of yes, control. we do. Shout out to my pastor, Keith. <laughs> he wow, hey, y'all. So he know, he know how how it is. And speak. Speaking of speaking of battles, our girl can, can we be excited? Can we be excited for the former battle? That's all right. Okay, girl. We saw you looking all good, girl. That's right. Gorgeous, looking like a wife and wet net. She got that glow, y'all. 2020 baby girl and baby girl was so adorable oh my god oh yes friend friend yeah (laughs) well i feel like it's like 15 now i've seen her forever right so this is the thing this is the thing i was talking to a friend about this and i was like bruh (laughs) i feel like by the time we get out the pandemic like everybody's kid is going to be in college and it's just going to be like (laughs) wait a minute when did this happen it was like during the pandemic How'd you get because so big? I just like everybody's kids are so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's upsetting. Secret. It's actually upsetting to me. So um, if you're that upset, you should find us on Thursdays because we've been oh talking my gosh. about this kind that of stuff. That was not even a good transition. <laughs> like, what? I don't know what that was. We've talking about this stuff on Thursdays. <laughs> Everywhere you love your podcast. So come hang out with us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those great places. Um, if you want, come hang out with us on social media, Instagram at Mary Martha Podcast. Email us at Mary Martha Podcast at gmail.com. And remember to like and subscribe because that is the way you can share the gospel. So, Keisha, I don't think we got any church announcements. We don't. I'm just excited <laughs> that we made it to December, y'all. I'm just, we I'm just excited. I'm excited. In December. Happy, de- happy December, year, everybody. Happy December. Listen, so just to let's, recap. let's let's pray that that, <laughs> that that we don't take 2020 into 2021. So many things Lord. have happened this year that I'm like, this so is much. I feel like everybody has aged 15 years. Kobe Legit. died this year. So much happened this year. Like, I can't even think. I can't, I can't even remember all the things that happened this year. But it's, me and Jason were going through so it. Much. Like, dang, man. Like, we. Yes. But there was like a couple weeks where we just kept getting hit back to back and just couldn't make it. A thousand people died this year. I mean, I say that a thousand people who were like, we we didn't expect it. Like Kobe, like mm-hmm. John Lewis, like Ruth mm-hmm. Bader Ginsburg, like right, all these, right. like Chadwick Boseman, all these random. Right. 
non-COVID related. Unexpected. Just, unexpected. Yeah. All these unexpected deaths. Oh my yeah. gosh. It was just although yeah. we knew we knew Ruth was getting there. We were just all praying that she was gonna make it to, she to the next wait a couple more weeks. Yeah. They could have not told us that she died. We would have been fine. Oh please, child. You know they, <laughs> mm. been it just, again, it just still makes it so sad to me that she was fighting to stay alive because she knew anyway. She just she just knew they was gonna act a fool. Speaking of, did you buy someone in there? Did you buy President Obama's book? I actually bought it. And I haven't I started bought it yet. I need it. to. I need to buy it. It's on Audible, and I have thirteen thousand Audible credits. So I was like, let me just get this on Audible because I I How love hearing so people. Um, I'm at the very very beginning. Okay. Like like I'm at the preface, so I okay okay. He's talk, I'm hearing. Uncle I might Barry have to talk. do that honestly because it's been hard to try to find like time to read. Read. Do you know how long that I book mean, is? You don't don't read that. Don't read that. That book is like this thick, y'all. I'm holding up Michelle, like three inches. Him Michelle be, <laughs> be that book is a bible. Books. Like it's thirty. It's twenty nine hours. Twenty nine hours and something minutes on Audible. Don't read that book. Get it on Audible. Yeah, I'll be doing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Listen while you clean. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah. um, y'all, we have something called Mary and Martha moments every week on the podcast. It's when we talk about things in our week um, that have either been a Mary moment. So we're at Jesus's feet soaking in all of his presence or been a Martha moment where we're a little a little focused on the details and really not paying attention when the Lord shows up. But we getting stuff done. So we don't vilify Mary or Martha. We just know both of them live inside of us. So, you know, they both are girls. So, uh, Keisha, what has been your Mary and Martha moment for this week? So one of the things that I have done is I have been intentional about speaking up. Mm-hmm. Um specifically in the work context just because Good. there's just so much going on remember last week I just talked about how busy it's been mm-hmm. um, but I was also excited because at the end of this month I'm gonna be only <laughs> that being said um, just in being intentional I came up with a new time template Good. for me that begins in January so when I come mm-hmm. back to work in January it means that um, I'm going to be working differently. I believe I'm going to be working more efficiently, mm-hmm. but also allow myself, you know, some self-care moments. Mm-hmm. We don't know how long we're going to be in the house. Yep. Um, but also, I have been more active about delegating. Good. And so it's been great because um, there is another attorney at my firm Mm-hmm. who I have been able to delegate things to, well, not just her, but there's another staff member too, that I've been able mm-hmm. to delegate things to them, that it gets done and it gets done well. So mm-hmm. it's twofold because I get the benefit of not having to do it all myself, but mm-hmm. they also get the benefit of being able to do this legal work. So they're increasing their own expertise yeah. and you know developing their own skills. So it feels good um mm-hmm. to be able to be in that place in my career where I can look and say like I'm not just giving you some sort of like frou-frou assignment but this is yeah. like a substantive assignment where you really get to flex and show your skills um and I've been very pleased with the work so mm-hmm. um it's been it's been beneficial to both there was a mm-hmm. podcast we talked about a long time ago where we touched on delegating um mm-hmm. but anyway delegating <laughs> 
delegating is a gift from God. If I can mm-hmm. just tell all of you <laughs> that when you do it right, oh, hallelujah, right. the Lord shows up. <laughs> he shows up. You got to put the work in first. Yeah, no, you got to put the work in. But then you can't don't you don't just delegate to anybody. No, because then. But if you if you see someone doing the work, know you need yes, and you don't need the help. Don't just think about it for your personal benefit, Mm -hmm. but like, is the stuff that I'm giving them going to be helpful in their professional development? If so, that's the key right there. Get to delegating. That's the key because I I don't I could write more motions I could write more letters I could do those things mm-hmm. but I know how to do those things yep if I can give that to someone else where it helps to develop them and raise their you know um knowledge um, skill level their knowledge their skill level <clears throat> their visibility do Come it on. let's share share the wealth don't be selfish <laughs> out here let's share the wealth share the, share wealth, the wealth and the work praise That's right. God. So my Mary Martha moment has been uh, a Martha moment, but I'm a, I'm, I mean, okay. It's been a Martha moment. So um, I, I actually, I go back to work. I'm back here. I'm back at work. (laughs) And um, I will say through this season of being off from work, because not off from life, because if anything, it's harder to have a baby at home than it is to go to work and leave a baby at home. So mm-hmm. um, I have not been off. I've just not been at work doing the things in which I'm paid a uh, paid in American dollars for. So I really have been struggling, though, with thinking about um, am I doing enough in the different areas of my life? Mm-hmm. Am I doing enough as a mom am I reading enough books to him am I like doing experiences with him even though there's only so many things you can do in the house but am I watching too much tv with him am I you know and then being a wife am I spending enough time with my husband am I doing enough wifely things am I you know that list can go on and on and on am I doing enough as um someone who is in the workforce am I doing enough at work am I getting all my to-do list done am I having enough ideas you know that we'll we'll rabbit hole we go down when we start comparing ourselves to others. But one thing I've noticed is we'll compare ourselves to pieces of others. Yes, to highlight reels. Yeah, uh, yes. But, and the thing is like in my life, like I said, I'm a wife, a mom, a career woman, a friend, a podcaster, I have many different roles, but I'll look at one person's um, other one thing. So I'll be like, ooh, this woman is a real good mom. Look at her. She's doing all these great mom things. Man, I wish I could be more like her. But that's her only thing that she does. She's not mm-hmm. a podcaster. She don't work outside the home. She does like, I, I'm looking at her expertise in that one area, but not really fairly, compa- even fairly comparing it to my own life. Like I couldn't that's do right. the things that she does because that's not, that's not the entirety of my life. Mm-hmm. And God very clearly said to me, um, you keep thinking that you're not enough, enough with enough. Yep. And that is the uh, the uh, title of our episode today. So we're going to slide right into our group chat. Um, and I think I'm not the only one, um, only tribe member who feels like this, like 
you know, we feel like we're not enough, but enough is this arbitrary standard that we make up in our head that moves a little bit every day. It's no, Mm -hmm. it's not a constant thing. It's whatever we think it should be that day. One day I may think, you know, if if I'm reading two books to my child, that's enough. The other day I may be like, you know, if I read a half a book, you know, I'm fine. That's enough. But it's not like a constant standard. And what we have to realize is if we didn't have what we need, God wouldn't give us what we have. Yes. We have quote unquote enough. We have what we need in our tank for God to get us through. And we have to throw out the the term enough because that's it's really no such thing. And what it made me really think about is um, the mother of Jesus, Mary, and her story. And, you know, it's December. Um, I'm really like on Mary right now. I love this story. I think the story of Mary's story has so many facets to it. Um, it's about being an unexpected mom. It's about being a mom who lost her child in a synagogue. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, a mom who lost her kid in a synagogue. It's about being a mom who was super proud of her kid and like big up at him and out really outing him at weddings. It was about a mom who was grieving her son. I think Mary just has so many facets. Um, yeah, she does. To her, you know, maybe, maybe we could talk about that offline about <laughs> stretching those facets out. But now that I think about it, But I want to focus today on um, when the angel Gabriel came to Mary in Luke 1, 26. And I'm going to read Luke 1, 26 through 38 in the CSB version. And it reads, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, greetings, favorite woman. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, how can this be since I have not had sexual relations with a man? The angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to the born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called childless, for nothing will be impossible with God. Verse 38, I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Okay, so let's let's start off. At the very beginning um, in Luke 1, it describes Mary. And it describes Mary as a virgin, someone who's in, a woman who's engaged. Um, and she was engaged to a man of the house of David. So a virgin, someone who's engaged to a man from the house of David. Um, the virgin part <laughs> would be the part that would kind of stop you right there from thinking that she didn't have what was needed in order to bear a child because Mm -hmm. you didn't actually sexually do what we were supposed to do to bear a child, which was actually to have sex in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then when we look at the engaged part, she was in a time setting where you weren't having sex if you weren't married, period, point blank. You would get stoned 
if you were having sex and you weren't married. I mean, I mean, people did have sex, but it's just that you I mean, weren't supposed to. You, know? <laughs> you, you really weren't supposed to back then. <laughs> um, so another situation where she knew that she, she, hey, I can't have a, a baby because I don't have the, the factual things that you need in order to have a kid. Um, and a lot of times we will discount ourselves by the things that we think we need in order for God to give us the things that he wants to give us. Yep. And God was like, yeah, I know you're a virgin. I know you're engaged. I know you never had sex with a man. I I know all that, but I'm still going to do what I want to do in your life. I still chose you. Point blank, period. Even with you lacking the basic fundamental qualifications, you are still the person that I'm choosing to bring forth one of my greatest gifts. Mm-hmm. Do not discount yourself out at the beginning. Verse 28 is that when the angel says, greeting favorite woman, the Lord is with you. And then this is Mary was deeply troubled by that statement. That kind of caught me. I've always read that, but kind of skipped over the deeply troubled. Why would I feel deeply troubled if an angel came and said greetings favorite woman then the lord is with you i think putting myself in her situation one if i saw somebody pop out of nowhere i may be like whoa <laughs> like what, what is- you doing <laughs> <laughs> might get a little two-piece real quick Bat. <laughs> what don't, is- don't, don't roll up on me like that child what is happening and and it's like it's like i have to think about it in the way god will show up sometimes in, in my life and I know some people, you know, don't hear God speak and they they feel God or they hear God through other people. I have moments in my life where I have very clearly heard God tell me things um, that I need to act on. So my question is, have you ever sensed the presence of the Lord and that God was talking to you? And instead of being grateful, you were troubled. Like you were like, whoa, like, mm. God, this is how you're showing up right here. Or God, you know, I'm I'm nervous because I have never felt you in this way before. You have never showed up in this way before. So I'm a little nervous about what's about to happen. Absolutely. I've, I mean, absolutely. I think that every time I feel like God has elevated me to a point, there have been even times where I have sabotaged myself mm. because yeah, I just felt like I didn't deserve to be where I was. I wasn't equipped to be where I was. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't listening to God say, I put you there. Mm-hmm. be where I put you. you you're supposed to be wherever I send you to mm-hmm. wherever I elevate you to whatever assignment I give you it's for right. you but yeah right absolutely I've definitely been there and then the the interesting thing is it says um she was deeply troubled wondering what kind of greeting this could be <clears throat> when I right. wonder something I normally wonder it in my head and not out loud which is why it's interesting that the next thing the angel told her was do not be afraid. God will know your state of mind <laughs> and do things to comfort you when he shows up and tell in, in, in your life. Mm-hmm. So the angel's like, you know, don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. And then he tells her what God is planning to do with her life. So her first statement back to him was how can this be? Because I have not, since I have not had sexual relations with the, with the man. So we said at the beginning, Mary's factual circumstances didn't add up to what it would take to bear a child. Now let's compare Mary's response to Sarai in Genesis. Sarai laughed when she heard God was like, <laughs> you about to have a baby. She was like, she was like <laughs> <laughs> get out, get out of here. 
like stop it not this womb honey (laughs) (laughs) coming out of where (laughs) and then look at Zachariah who was a priest and also the father of John the Baptist earlier in in verse one Zachariah's response in verse 18 um, he says how can I know this how can I know this is different from Mary's response of how can this be how can I know this speaks to your faith how mm-hmm. can I know God that you're going to do this? Um, Mary's response of how can this be spoke to how God was going to get her through her circumstance. Not that, you know, God, how do I know what you're saying is true, but okay, God, I hear what you're saying. How are you going to do this? Yeah. And we say this a lot on this podcast. It is okay to ask God questions. Absolutely. It is perfectly normal perfectly reasonable he will answer you who he most times he'll give you a a very complete answer of how he's going to do something but we can't be without faith that he's telling the truth or that he's going to do what he says he's going to do so when you hear something when God when you when you hear something from God and then you feel like you're not enough so in this situation how can this be because I've not had sex with a man we need to ask God how can I accomplish this and get the stuff done that is necessary. How can I accomplish what you told me to do and get the stuff done that is necessary? I didn't say get everything on the to-do list done. Because a lot of times we write extra stuff down because we, you know, and by we, I mean me, are perfectionists. And I want to have every T crossed and every I dotted. But sometimes God is like, no, you need to get this, you need to get this necessary stuff done and then delegate everything else. Look at God, delegation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you don't feel like enough, you got to ask God, what can I accomplish and get the stuff done that is necessary? So then the amazing thing to me is the angels answer the angel Gabriel's answer to Mary, which was in verse 35. And it says the Holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. When we feel like we're not enough, are we stopping and asking the Holy spirit to come upon us in the midst of our days when it gets hard? Is that your response or is your response? Let me think about all the ways that I don't meet the expert, this arbitrary expectation that I have. I will tell you that I've, I've learned to get to the point. I Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where I am at this point. Mm -hmm. It wasn't always where I was. um, But I have gotten to the point where like, typically when I get overwhelmed, when I feel like things are really hard, I will turn to the Lord because I'm just like, okay. (laughs) at the end of Keisha's rope because don't know where to go from here um but it 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 was a muscle I had to develop Mm -hmm. because my inclination was to panic to freak out to go down a deep dark hole to call and ask everybody else to you know all that kind of stuff and God was like I got the knowledge for you here baby just ask me just come to me I'm the one that put you in the place anyway so how are you supposed to be successful where I've placed you if you're not asking me for guidance Mm mm-hmm yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's something that you have to develop. It's it's something you have to train yourself to do. Yeah. Like you train yourself to stop, drop, and roll. Stop. What? <laughs> Pray. Okay. See, and God you, will overshadow. Mm-hmm. Look at- <laughs> and first of all, I was going to hit you with the drop. Shut him down. Up, shut I'm talking about okay. the fire, which you learn in like pre-K. Stop, drop, and roll. But like, it's, it's so important to have that, like you just said, that, that reflexive muscle to be like, okay, God, I'm not going to worry or think about how I'm inadequate. 
I'm going to immediately be like, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you in this moment. And, and then it says, and then the power of the most high will overshadow you. Overshadowing you is, um, I think about it like um, a cloud is coming and putting a shadow on you, shielding you from the sun. It's mm. something that is coming from above. It's something that's not aggressive. It's something that, you know, you have to allow that thing to overshadow you. You have to allow God's love and God's peace and God's understanding to wash over you. Um, it's something, it's a verb that God uses. It's a very active verb. God will over his spirit, his love will overshadow you when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So we really have to stop and be like, okay, God, I'm spinning. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not really thinking about what you want. I'm thinking about what I think that is best for me in this moment. I need you to come and overshadow me so that I'm not me center. I'm you center. Right. Right. It's, it's, It's so important. So I have three takeaways about what you should do when you get caught up in the enoughs. Um, one, you got to remember that you're favored, just like Mary was when the Ooh, angels that's said, greetings right there. That's first and foremost, they that's started freedom. with greeting favorite woman. Yes. <laughs> go, go by your rightful name. Come on. <laughs> the people hey, will call you anything, but you don't have to answer to it all. Oh, if somebody calls you favored, you better answer. Hello. Uh, yes. Yes. Hello. Who are you talking to? Is that me? <laughs> you gotta remember that you that you are favored you are a daughter of the most high that he calls you his favored woman the second thing is you got to ask god how are you going to get done the things that he needs you to do and third allow the ask the holy spirit to envelop you and allow the power of the most high to overshadow you because really many times when we don't feel like it's we're quote unquote enough is because we're operating in a me mentality and when we allow the most high to overshadow us then we don't have to be anything but his favored daughters amen so enough with enough enough with enough that's a word right there it's a blessing that's a blessing christina you you were god on that one I told you, from, I, I was, so I was in the car, y'all, and I was like, Keisha, the Lord told me. <laughs> she did. She was, I could tell, I knew it was going to be good the way she was texting me. <laughs> he said, enough with enough. <laughs> okay, girl, got my work. <laughs> All right, let's go Amen. to the power prayer, y'all. Let's go to the power prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day, God. Thank mm-hmm. you, God, for the provision, the peace the power that you've given us to meet every command you've given us Mm. god you've put it in us it's in us we have enough we are enough Mm -hmm. you have crafted us to be enough Mm -hmm. and so god when challenges come before us god remind us that you have favored us you chose Mm. us you selected us for such a time as this Mm -hmm. and if we would just trust you that we would not need to have any fear. God, we thank you for the opportunity to be a reflection of your grace, to Mm. be a reflection of your favor, God, to do the things that you have set before us, to get those things done, God, and to be able Mm. to focus and be discerning with our time and our effort and our talent to do the necessary things 
to uplift your name and to bring you glory, God. God, we ask you to come to come and envelop us in your power, God. The power that you have created, that you have bestowed upon us to meet every challenge before us, God. Remind us that we can do it, mm-hmm. that we've done it before, God. Remind us that there have been challenges before that you have given us the ability to get through. Mm. Don't let us have amnesia over the works that you have done through our lives, God. Yes, God. God, we ask that you would help us to focus, mm. not just on the task at hand, but on the one who gave us the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Because when we get confused, when we get scared, when we don't understand, when we're not sure what next step to take, when we turn to you, God, mm. you give us that vision. You give us that next step. Yes, you give God. us that discernment. And then when we focus on bringing you honor and glory, God, you elevate us. Mm-hmm. So remind us, Lord, that we are working not unto each other, but as unto you. Mm. God, we just ask that you would remind us that we are not what we produce. Mm. That we are your children. And by virtue of being your children, we are royalty. We've got priesthood within us, God. We are princesses and princes. We are kings. We are queens. Mm. And no matter what we've done, what we will do, God, the royalty that you've given us can't be taken away. We are your sons and daughters, and Mm. you love us because we are yours, not because of how many followers we have, Mm -hmm. not because of the salaries that we take home, not because of how many children we have, not because of whether or not we're married, not because of whether or not we show up every day and do a good job on our, our, for our employers, God. You love us because of who we are and because of that, we are enough. Mm. For that reason alone, we are enough. And so God, for every person that is overburdened and overtaken by what is before them, remind them that before they do one thing for anyone else, that we must come to you and be reminded that we are favored in your sight. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for seeing us, for loving us, for knowing us, for empowering us for the journey ahead. We love you, God. And we pray that everything we do brings honor and glory to your name. In yes, Jesus' God. name, amen. 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 Thank for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8, do, do what, what you, you can. can. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, got girls, gals, tribes, <laughs> m and All of y'all. See y'all next week. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>